What's up, everybody? It's Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook with football game plan here to talk to you about Isogenics. Isogenics is nutritional cleansing, which is a lifestyle upgrade. It's an easy to follow system that burns fat, supports body systems and promotes lean muscle growth. The solutions it provides are weight, wellness, performance, energy and health aging opportunities. Start now and transform your life by reaching out to health and prosperity coach Jim Paterno at jenrachelle at gmail.com. That's J-E-N-R-A-C-H-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Or shoot her a text at 862-220-6611. She's also on Twitter at Coach. That's I-S-A-J-E-N-I-X coach. Isogenics, solutions to transform lives. another edition of the scout team podcast i'm emory hunt the czar of the playbook you can follow me on twitter at fball game plan also be sure to subscribe to our youtube channel which is the football game plan network at youtube.com slash football game plan where you'll see all of our updated nfl draft content mock draft scouting reports all that good stuff like that and if you're listening to this podcast on itunes which you should already be doing and always share with friends be sure to leave us a five-star rating because we're good people doing great things over here so Keeping with the theme of our 2018 NFL Draft uh, player interview, our prospect interviews, today's episode we have Brandon Bryant of Lafayette, the linebacker who has played a lot of football. I've seen a ton of his games. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Not no problem, man. I appreciate you taking time because, like I said, I, I've seen a lot of your games cover a lot of the, the FCS, uh, which includes the Patriot League. I do the broadcast for Georgetown Hoya football. Um, so I've seen a lot of Lafayette games, seen the Princeton games. I've seen a bunch of you play over the course of the, the, the time that you were a four year starter, five if you count the year you got injured in 2016. But what improvements in your game have you seen with all that experience year over year? Uh, I think the biggest thing, honestly, is uh, just my knowledge of the game, because uh, I didn't start actually really playing football until I was in uh, until I was in high school. So my understanding of like different coverages and schemes and how teams are trying to like kind of, kind of beat you. Uh, I kind of got gained a better understanding of that and how, uh, how I can play them better. That's interesting because, you know, it was, it was funny because I, I played, I started playing football when I was five and played all the way through high school and all the way through college. And I, I found that, you know, that amount of time you kind of, you, you learn some things, some nuances, of playing a position and, you know, but you ultimately realize that football is a game of instinctual reactions, especially at the two positions we played. I was a running back. You were a linebacker and your position, I think exemplifies that to a T what prep goes into being such a good linebacker to be always around the football. Like you have been over the course of your time there. Uh, The biggest thing honestly is, is film study. Uh, I've spent countless hours in, in the film room and just breaking down film with like by myself, with teammates, with coaches, just trying to kind of gain a, a better understanding of what teams are trying to do. Uh, I like to have my teammates with me sometimes so I can get like kind of a, a different perspective of uh, how teams are doing it. So like sometimes I'll be with like 
I'll be with uh, DB, so they can kind of like break down like maybe like some, some sort of like pass coverages that I don't understand that they might understand a little bit better than me, so I can kind of get an overall grasp of how we're trying to defend certain plays, so I know what are like the weak spots in our defense, so I can be aware of them while I'm doing my assignment. That's a great point. I never thought of it like that because normally you want to spend – I would spend time with the linebackers, right, because I didn't want to – I wanted to know what keys I was tipping off or things I was tipping off that the other team could pick up on. Um, so I always wanted to go to the to the opposite side to see what was going on when I probably should have spent more time with the offensive linemen or with the receivers to know about what's going on in the passing game. So that's a great – points you brought up you, you are anthropology and sociology major i like that because it's a study of man and and Absolutely. you know it's it's important because you faced a lot of adversity in 2016 you were yeah. flying high and you go into the season kicking off to you're off to a great start you get hurt and you know how it is i've been injured before tore my ecl in college and you, it's almost like you become lost but you as a as an anthropology major um, you learned a lot. You probably start to learn a lot about yourself and also the game of football. What was it that you were able to learn during that time to help you bounce back to where your 2017 was almost like you never left? Um, a big thing with that was I had a great group of people around me that really supported me and cared about my well-being. Um, and during that time, I really like I already had a relationship with God, but I feel like at that time it really expanded and grew. Um, because I, I quickly learned that nothing in life is guaranteed. No matter how high you are flying, uh, you can get knocked down real quick. And I also learned at that time that even if you do get knocked down, it's up to you to figure out what you're going to do to get back up. Yeah, you know what? It's funny because football is that type of game. You get you get tackled every play, right? <laughs> you know. And, and so you either stay down or you, I mean, you really can't stay down. You got to get up and get in the huddle and, and, you know, go on the next play. So football being that game of, of a bunch of lessons, physical lessons, I like to call it. What would you say football taught you? Football taught me to give everything you have, no matter what it takes. Uh, going through my injury, for example, obviously, I I went through some of the hardest times in my life, mentally, physically, like, I really had to, at that time, I really learned who I was as a man. And I'm, I'm grateful for that today because it, it gave me a new perspective on life and on how, how I need to do, like what I need to do to become the best me I could possibly be every day. And that was on display in 2017 as you had a phenomenal year uh, with the Leopards and in route to becoming a participant at the Tropical Bowl, which I was so lucky to be the color commentator there. And I was there, you know, Thursday, Friday, and ultimately for the game. But I thought you had a, a great week of practice. And that's a unique experience because you're out there with guys from all over the country playing college football, guys from FCS level, Power 5, Group of 5, D2, uh, NAIA football. What was your takeaways from that weekend, and what did you learn, and how was that experience for you? Uh, it was an amazing experience. Uh, it gave me an opportunity to to show who I am and show that I can play with anyone. I personally feel as though I'm one of the top prospects coming out this year, and it gave me the ability to show that against some higher-level school, like people that played at higher-level schools. And it was a 
awesome experience. And if I could do it, I'd do it again. And the fact of the matter is, you know, with the way football is changing as far as uh, I, I don't want to say positionless almost on defense, you know, guys just now at first you had, okay, he's a Mike backer. He's a will backer. He's a Sam. But I feel like now for, for you guys, especially at the second level, it's almost, you just have to say you're a linebacker, but where do you feel as though you're best suited? Because you do have skill sets that can suit all three. Um, I'm, I think personally, I have, I have the ability to to rush the passer at times because I've done that my entire career. I have the ability to cover people when I need to because I have the speed, uh, and I have the physicality to to take on a block if I need to. So I personally feel as though I can play any one of them, and if need be, I could play safety if you need me. Yeah, it's true too. Uh, one thing that you that is unique about your game. I was at the Princeton game um, this year. It's it's almost like you have a knack for timing you have a sense of timing where okay defense needs to play right here Princeton is driving here you come with the interception right it's that's a rare trait that a lot of the good ones really have you know you saw last year the the guy at Tennessee uh the defensive end that went to the Philadelphia Eagles had that sense of timing uh Derek Barnett you know okay they need a sack boom Johnny on the spot here's a sack so when you look at having that knack that that sense does does that tie into your prep or that how, how are you able to kind of understand the, the significance of a moment within the game um it might sound weird but honestly like you don't think of that in the moment you you kind of have that hyper focus throughout that game and as it goes on you kind of like there, there's that feeling like in the environment like okay like somebody needs to make a play and as a leader on a team and as a person that people on your squad look to when that is needed, you kind of you kind of gain that heightened awareness of what you watched over film and what you've seen over practice and kind of like really hyper-focus on what that offense is doing that play to try and get a kind of, I guess, a jump on what they're doing to try and make that play if needed for the team. You guys, it's funny because you played at Lafayette, right? And I played at Louisiana Lafayette. Um, but we like that we we dropped the Lafayette part just to take off the UL Monroe's and LSU's, right? So, but we both shared some Lafayette within our name, right? Um, but and similarly to you guys, you guys were were pretty much everybody's homecoming. You know, you saw Lafayette on the schedule, and people instantly thought, okay, that's a win for them. However, the tide starts to change to where you guys started dictating the terms. You guys really started physically beating guys up on both sides of the ball. Um, now, you're a young team this year. You're a veteran, but you guys had a young team, and you're a few plays away from making the playoffs, not players or games, plays. You can That's probably true. count the five plays where you guys make those plays and you're in the playoffs. We were actually, full disclosure, we are on the broadcast. The uh, It was the last game of the season. Georgetown, I forgot who Georgetown was playing. I want to say Colgate. Yeah, Colgate. it was Colgate because we were, we were doing a broadcast, but we were also scoreboard watching. It was like, you know, if Lafayette could pull this off. And Georgetown. <laughs> right, you guys are getting to the playoffs. Um, but what I, what I wanted to say was, you know, the fact that you saw you were there long enough to see the program turn around and to see the mindset change on the guys on that team. How did Lafayette kind of help? develop you as a player to where by the time you're leaving as a senior, you feel as though you left that program in good hands. Um, so 
we had our, our rough years, especially earlier on in my career. Um, we had, we dealt with some difficulties that, that kind of, kind of affected us heavily, like with the loss of one of a teammate in my, uh, in my sophomore campaign. We, we dealt with some injuries that year, but as, uh, as my career kind of went on, it gave us a, a hunger to, to really like want to change Lafayette for the future. Um, and especially when we got this coaching change, it really gave us that opportunity to kind of go in our, especially me, kind of go in that final campaign with a clean slate. Mm -hmm. No one really knew who Lafayette was going to be or what we were going to do. And I feel as though we made the strides this year for the future. Uh, beating Holy Cross. I, I hadn't beaten Holy Cross in my entire career. Being able to beat them on and their in their house with a game winning field goal, it was it was amazing. To have a fourth down stop to to cause that. Like it was it was amazing. To to go against Fordham and beat them for the first time in my career and once again in in a defensive dominating game. Like it was it was an amazing experience and it just it, it's an a testament to the new staff that we got this year that really kinda instilled that that mindset in and gave us renewed life and excitement for the season and for the future. Yeah, you guys did a great job this season. I enjoyed watching you guys play because I saw the growth over the last four years uh, since I've been covering, uh, you know, the, the Patriot League and things of that nature. But when you look at right now the passion that you have for not only school, because that's a very good academic school that you're at, um, but for football, what would you say you love about the game the most? everything uh from just the ability to to get a group of guys together that come from so many different backgrounds and just total like their lives are so different yeah you bring them all together and it, it truly becomes a family like to have to look across from you and know I got his back. He's got my back is the greatest feeling in the world. And you have that for life. Like the guy, like the guys I've played with, like I still communicate with guys that have graduated and I know I'm going to for a while. Like those are some, like the guys on this team are some of my best friends in my entire life. Like it's the greatest brotherhood game that there is. And it's amazing. Yeah. People don't understand that because a lot of sports are, it, it, I want to say it's almost like it's individual based. You know, even on a, even in team sports, you know, like with basketball, you could yeah, it's five guys out there, fifteen probably on the team, but one but could you, take the game exactly. You know, in, in football, you kind of you need everybody. You know, and, and that's and you guys are all going through the same things. Like it's not like okay, well, the post players go down here and the the, the shooters over here. No, we're all in the weight room. We're all up at five. We're all running. You know, you know, so that. Six hands are coming up for the young boys now. So <laughs> exactly right, you know. So and the, and the weather's bad, and you all got to get out there and run. And all got to grind together. Exactly, that's, and that's where those bonds are built during those during the hardest times because you can look over and see somebody going through the same thing you're going through, feeling the same way you are, but you can tell them like, "I got your back. You got my back. Like we're gonna finish this and we're gonna dominate this." And that's what makes it a, a full team, and that's why the bonds are stronger to where you see someone down the line, even if it's funny, because even if you weren't a teammate of theirs and they went to another program, you find out they played football instantly. You guys have a bond because you have, you've gone through some of the same things. You, you, you could talk about, you could talk about six AMs Like you went together, 
even though you can talk about like games and they can like give their own like representation on one that they dealt with like no matter what like you can always have a conversation with somebody if they've experienced your experience and that's what makes it such a a phenomenal game when when you look at the pro level going to the pros and and being able to reach back and give a hand up i always look at foundations guys start or or causes that they're getting behind what What's one cause to you that you would like to, to reach back and give the hand up for the next Brandon Bryant coming down the pipeline? Um, I think one that I would really like to to kind of get involved with is uh, helping kids from, like, inner cities. Like, because uh, I, I started out in Camden when I was younger, Camden, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I would want to, like, kind of, like, help with the upbringing of that, like, areas like that and kind of give them a better better understanding of like that uh that education and sports have to be a blend of one because i think uh especially at uh areas like in like like such as that like it kind of it kind of sways towards one or the other and i think it needs to be a better blend of that and at least for me when i was younger i, I didn't i didn't really grasp that i kind of focused on one or the other and i think that's something that i would really look into getting involved with that's good, man. It's always good to to show others a better way that, you know, so that way they don't have to travel the road that you travel. They can find a better road to get to where they want to be. Where are you training right now and prep for the draft and for pro days and things of that nature? Um, so I'm training with uh, a couple of individuals right now. So one is uh, called Fast Performance in Eastern Pennsylvania uh, near my school. And then uh, and then another part of my training is with uh, – Aaron Beasley, he was a uh, an NFL vet. He's working on my footwork and all my technical stuff like that. And then uh, Chuck Morris, he's working on my uh, my forty and my my speed stuff. Yeah, you mentioned Aaron Beasley. I instantly saw that Jaguars uniform. So you're doing a, a great dude with the footwork right there, man. Monster. Yeah, he is. Uh, he was one of my favorite corners uh, to watch growing up. Brandon, this has been fun, man. Where where can people follow you on Twitter to help? Well, not really, I don't want to say help, but, like, follow your journey as you make the trek toward the NFL. My name on Twitter is uh, baby underscore LaRon. Uh, I was a big LaRon Landry fan. Growing up. <laughs> uh, uh, he's, uh, he's a beast at safety. Uh, he he had, was. Uh, I feel like I have that mindset, kind of play with that ten- uh, tenacity. So um, that's that's my my Twitter handle. You, you know, it's funny because when I get to this part of the podcast and I ask guys to, you know, hey, what's your Twitter handle so people can follow your Instagram? Yeah, everybody has that hesitation, like, dang. It's almost like when people had to give out that email address early on. When Back when I was in college, when you really didn't have email, uh, and you had you had like these weird. Ask you for it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you had these weird, stupid names. It's like, dang, I got to put this email, this Hotmail account down on my whatchamacallit. But, nah, but. Hey, man, this has been fun. Um, glad to, to to talk shop with you. Watched you a lot at Lafayette. Saw you down there competing uh, at the highest level at the Tropical Bowl. And I know you're going to do good things here. When's your pro day? Uh, I will be doing my pro day at Temple on March 19th. March 19th. Great. That's a great one to go to. I've been to that one a couple of times. A um, lot of scouts in attendance. And it's a good showcase for guys within that, that Philly area. So I've seen guys do well at that pro day they're now playing uh, in the NFL. So we wish you the best of luck, Brandon, and good luck moving forward. Absolutely. Thank you very much.